Welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. This is Alan. And this is Bill. We designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. This is a conversation beyond believing and what comes after salvation. We will have a relative and realistic discussion about our faith and break down the things that make Christianity confusing. Our goal here is to bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so that you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the show. This is the Beyond Belief Podcast, and I am one of your hosts. This is Bill, and I'm joined by Alan. Buddy, how are you today? Doing well, thanks. You're still adjusting these new fancy... I am. uh, Pretty awesome, yep. Spring-loaded microphone. This thing's going to punch me in the face one day. Right, maybe so. We were sitting here. I don't know what we were doing. You were... We had kind of wrapped up talking about some other stuff, and then I said, "Why why don't we talk about dying to yourself. Cause I just got really, uh, engulfed in this thing that my brother last night, I got you jacked up. You did. You got me all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Right. I was sitting here. I've been dealing with something for a couple of months now. Uh, that's just been pressing on me, man. And it's been frustrating me, uh, putting me in a lot of thought. And I've really been trying to turn to God as a way, uh, to look for direction with him on how to really to do a lot of this. So anyways, and I'm new to this whole thing. So it, I don't even have like a, I don't even have a booklet to go through, but anyways, so I called my brother last night and I was talking to him and he said, and I told you this and I was like, all right, we got to do a podcast. Boom. Right. This is a, this is a topic. He said to me, he said, don't, whatever you do through this ordeal, don't lose your testimony. Right. And it struck me like it was like we we can allow things to deviate. And then you said something interesting to me. You said, yeah, because our sin is so for you and I is so much more easier to revert to because it's comfortable. Our reactions to things. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, It's like those two doors. Right. You know, everything that's behind your house door, when you open it, it's not even you don't even think about coming in your house. You put the key in the door, you're on the phone, you're jungling groceries. You open the door and you walk in. Right. What if you open that door and you had no idea what was behind it? You would be much more cautious. Yeah, absolutely. To open that door. But our sin life is that door. Yeah, it was it was our uh, go to for yeah. so long. We just safe place. Yeah, safe, safe space. <laughs> this is not a safe space, right? No, and it wasn't. No. And uh, actually, I have a great scripture for that. Um, yeah, talk to me. And it says, "And they, okay, Galatians five twenty four, okay, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the afflictions and lusts." Yeah. So basically, when you become Christ centered. You're not concerned about, yeah, but it's, it it is so easy to revert back to that. You lose your temper and you automatically go back to the person you were before you got your salvation or you started your being Christ centered. I Um, look at there's, you know, I think of people when we have these conversations, I think about people in my life, people that were in my life, uh, people that I would, you know, love a chance and opportunity to get a second conversation with them. Right. And I think about like, Man, dude, I sit here and I think about, you know, when, when you have all these issues in your life, right. And I'm talking like my, my, it's still my life now, but it's not as much as a in front of me thing. But before I think about all these issues I had and, and, and troubles. And now I look back and I'm like, man, that was a direct result 
of me not putting God in my life. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm talking like, all right. So specifically let's, we'll say, uh, alcoholism, addiction to tobacco, uh, finances, money problems. Right. Uh, and then break it down into just little small stuff. Something breaks, uh, something, uh, uh, bad people say bad luck, something bad happens. And that really was all, I'm not saying everything's smooth coasting cause it's not, I'm dealing with stuff now. Right. But, but a lot of that's a result of not putting God in your life or not having God in your life. Absolutely. And here's another great verse. I know. I saw you looking over there I like, know. let me read this. Let me read this. First Corinthians 15, 31. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I die daily. Yeah. I like that last part. Yeah. Yeah. I can. That's what you got to do every day. It's not, we've said this before. You have to deny yourself. Yes. And it's not a one-time thing. It's a daily thing. Yeah. Um, You know, sin will uh, rear its ugly head. And we just talked about, you know, sin isn't, isn't always evil. It's not, you know, going out and killing somebody or whatever. Right. But um, sin can be a thought or an action or something that's not really, um, you know, detriment to anyone. It's just a thought or whatever. So we have to die to that. As much emphasis as you and I put before I go back, I think all the time, man, how much time did I spend doing that? Yeah. You know, and whatever, fill it in with whatever bad thing you want to come up with. Yeah. What, how much time did I spend focusing on that and dying to yourself is like in this verse, it is taking what you would normally, uh, pleasure yourself in. And they are, they're, they're usually guilty pleasures. They're things that we absorb ourselves in that we have become lustful after or feel good about. And that's usually what sin is. That's the way the devil attracts us. Yes. But this stuff, you have to consciously now as a Christian, take those things and, 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 and start thinking about prayer witnessing the Bible. Uh, you have to start how, how you're going to, how you want your family to be modeled after. Right. Uh, it's easy to do the other stuff. Yeah. But dying to yourself, man. And I know I shouldn't say it's cliche. It's not because you're not actually physically dying. Right. But that, that, that feeding of your own self, what you do for you, that's what you're killing off. Yeah. You, you really have to, I wish I could take some of these people and these are my friends now. So when I say strangle choke, it's in a loving way. <laughs> right. It's not, I don't, I want to walk up to them and they're yeah. like, man, this is happening to me. This is happening. This. And I'm like, do you pray? Yeah. Like, do you even have prayer in your life? Right. Is God in your life? And they're like, well, nah, nah. Yeah. you know, and they're kicking something down the road and it's just, I'm like, golly, man. Yeah. But sometimes I look at them with such compassion because it's not too far in my past yeah. that that was my life. And they're probably in a better shape than I was. In a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. my dad actually, I've said this before. Yeah. You um, never bring him up, man. Yeah. That that poor dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, he, he put up with me for so long. Yeah. But he was just so yeah. long suffering and patient with me. And, um, it's just amazing uh, how he was. So that's my earthly father, my earthly dad. Yeah. Um, Biological. Yeah. And it's just amazing how patient and everything he was. Um, 
God is. Yeah. Take a look at the other side of that. He right? is, he is so much more patient and loving and everything. So, um, dying daily shouldn't be a problem, but our pride gets in the way and it makes it a problem. And, uh, but when you actually humble yourself and you think back at how many times you should have died or you should have, you should be in a lot worse position than you are now. Oh, absolutely. God just sustains us. Yeah. I mean, we both sit here and go, we said it, I said it before. Yeah. I'm lucky I'm here. Yeah. People ask me at church, how are you doing? Well, not lucky. I'm blessed to be here. You see how I fall straight back into being me? (laughs) Right. Yeah. People ask me at church, you know, how are you doing today? And I'm like, man, I'm blessed. You know, and it's not a, it's not a throw out there statement. We wake up every day, not being the people we were before. Exactly. And I mean, if I could walk by a guy and go, Hey, stop doing that. Like, seriously, give me about uh, 30 hours to spend with you. And I'll tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't be where you're at right now and how good this can be. Right. Well, actually the reason I brought up my dad was exactly that point. Um, How many times did my dad tell me, Alan, you need to do that differently. Alan, what do you think? I said the same thing about my brother. And then um, it's, you don't know what you don't know, but once you get a little taste of what God can do in your life, I saw it my whole life, but once I experienced it, I was like, well, you're never truly convinced unless it's of yourself. Absolutely. People can come and geez, Alan, I know you just nailed something. And yeah. So Alan just nailed his elbow on the countertop and it made this, I'm sure everybody heard that. And then you got me distracted. Good times. Yeah. So anyways, so there was a scripture I was trying to think of before you, the squirrel ran by and it's, it applied to. Uh, you read one of them at the end there, the verse at the end, but it applies to how we, we have to consciously live our life like that. It's not just a phrase you read and you're like, okay, check it off. I'm yeah. going to die to sin today. Yeah. It's not that easy. It's very hard. There right. are, there are things that have been lifelong habits for people, yeah. lifelong addictions, lifelong sin. Yeah. And, and people say, you know, you need to take that sin out of your life before you can make it right with the Lord or to make it right with the yeah. Lord. And it's like, Whoa, wait a minute. And <laughs> actually I'm gl- I'm glad you brought that up because I personally, I, I carried that belief around for a long time that I needed to clean my life up before right. I came to Jesus. I needed to do this or that I needed to get rid of this or that. Um, but in the reality, when you come to Jesus, you can come any way that you are. And we That's touched right. on this the other That's day, right. you know, um, Jesus was born in a manger for a purpose, right? He, he came, he was born in a manger to allow everyone to know he is approachable. He is, yeah. he is for the lowliest person. And, um, I was a lowly person and when I came to Jesus, when I, when I realized that I didn't have to clean myself up to approach Jesus yeah. and then I could, I could, you know, be accepted by Jesus the way that I was and he would take care of all that stuff. Um, it was so much better. Yeah. I mean, make no, no, make no mistake about it. If you truly want to uh, be rewarded by a walk with God. Truly, if you want to be blessed uh, and live uh, an amazing life, centering everything around God, you have to work on the sin in your life. You can't bring all that. Yeah. And, 
and I know it's hard for people to listen and say, and like you said, yeah. you know, you didn't feel uh, worthy yeah. to, to, to have him in your, or to come to him and have him in your life. Right. But, and I wasn't even living right, man. Right. I wasn't even living for God. Yeah. Uh, and a major event brought me to my knees, literally. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think what people have to, have to realize for them uh, is the compassion that's there if they'll just let go of it. Yeah. You know, holding on to it and trying to come. I tried that. Didn't and work. This is what I was, you know, I got a little, little irritated the other day about, about something where it was put, you know, to us that, you know, you, you need to clean up your life or this is, this will help you. And it bothered me because I have had things in my life that, uh, I struggled with, I still struggle with things, Yeah. but the more I focused on Christ instead of the problem, and we talked about this before, you're going to, you're going to, uh, um, find a solution for what you focus on. And, uh, you know, I was, I was focused on these problems that I needed to fix, but when my focus changed from that to how can I fix them? And I started focusing on Jesus there were so many things that just fell away. So does the, the saying focus on the solution, not the problem. Yes, absolutely. Unless you want the solution. And Jesus the is, a, yeah. And Jesus is the solution for everything. Right. Well, then, yeah. And, and that's the thing, like I self-admittedly will say, I looked at every problem I had started classifying them, categorizing them, yeah. saying, all right, I got to get this one out. I got to get this yep. one out. And that's the problem. Yeah. I, the problem was the problem. Yeah. I put too much emphasis and effort, effort on it and, and well, it never went away. Right. Well, I think here is the pitfall that we fall into is when you're like, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to fix oh, this. I said that all the time. Yes. Man. Everybody wants to put I into everything. Yeah, I absolutely. Did I do this. When I you, do that. Right. When you come to the realization that you have no power without Jesus. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Um, or I. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, it's, I, it's funny to me. I will talk to somebody, uh, either through a text or a phone conversation and immediately the converse and not, not in a, in a boasting or arrogant way. They just talk about what is going on in their life. Right. If they could just step outside and look at themselves yeah. and have that conversation with themselves, they would say, why do you keep returning to yourself on this whole thing. Yeah, you absolutely. are the cause of why this won't get past. <laughs> right. Like, and that if I could, I told you this the last episode, if I could slap myself so hard to knock me off the stool, right. It probably would have fixed a few things back then. Right. Because yeah. I was the problem. Right. It was focused on me. I, ne I didn't know how to die to myself, man. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. It's rough. I mean, even when you're, when you're Christ centered and you're trying to walk that walk, it's still hard because there's, there are thoughts that pop in your head. There are things yeah. that, oh man. Uh, but once I think the key is when you realize you have no power, God is in control of everything. Yeah. So, you know, there are things that you're going to struggle with. And I, I think there's a lot of times that there are things that we struggle with just to get us to grow. Um, yeah. Good point, to, man. To get to the point where right. we, we have to realize we, we have to depend on Jesus more. We come to the realization that Jesus is the answer. We have to depend on him if we're going to accomplish anything, because um, I've, like I've said before, I've had my own plans 
Uh, and uh, they they didn't work out too well. And what's that? What's that saying of mice and men? The the plans of mice and men oft come to aught. I didn't read it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I read it in college or whatever, but um, it's very true. I mean, once you read it and you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to do this or whatever. <laughs> so it's not till you you hit those stumbling blocks, and a lot of times we are the stumbling blocks. Yeah, I. Uh, I was thinking about something when you were talking earlier. Um, when I put effort on, on putting God in the middle of my life, instead of worrying about the problems and, and trying to figure out what I could take out and what I could fix. And yeah, when I stopped doing that and I started to really, uh, I, I deal with a sin right now of frustration. Right. And I don't, it's probably more specifically tuned in the Bible to something else, but I, I term it my, my frustration. Right. Um, but I'll say my, my love for my wife was, was better, not, not different, better. I've always loved her. Right. But the the things that I did, didn't show it. Right. I'm guilty of that. Well, you know what I mean? So like, and to me, I could never love her the way I love her now. Right. If I never put God at the middle of the things that I desired the most. Right. To learn from and to focus on and to put my family to, you know, and surround it with that. And it just, yeah. it never felt uh, for me as strong. And I knew why. Right. Because now I can look back or, you know, look overhead at 30,000 feet and, and see the big picture. Right. I didn't see that before because yeah. I was too focused on guess what? Right. This guy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I, you know, I, we talked about this before, um, before we, you started recording, but you know, a lot of times we focus on, on the problems and we focus on things that we can't control. Um, even in church, you know, we focus on things, uh, we get sidetracked by things going on or, or people or whatever. And we take the focus off of God. And once we come to the realization that God is it, you know, God is not looking for, um, just participants. He's not looking yeah. for somebody to come in and warm the the seat. A lot of people pew. can do that. You know, he's looking for people that are active, yeah. that are actively seeking a relationship with him. And, and, you know, the comment that I made before, you know, you have, especially in the society, you have all these things and programs where people get participation awards. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of a, yeah, everybody a reward, gets a trophy. Yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. So I think a lot of people approach church with that same mentality. Hey, you know, heaven is in the bag because I'm coming here and I'm sitting in a pew and he's not looking, God is not looking for just participants. Pew yeah. It's not necessarily now we're going to, we're going to veer down the, the uh, other yeah, road. Absolutely. It's not necessarily uh, untrue. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, it, you know, your, your phrase, you might have it in the bag, but there is so much more. Your, your life here, we, we put it, man, I can't even get that deep. We put it on, on so much other stuff. Yeah, right. I listen to people in the grocery store, yeah. uh, on the phone with somebody complaining about, uh, you know, whatever. Now, listen, I get caught up in that. Right. I do it too. Uh, but I have something to take my focus off of that. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's exactly and that's what's right. missing in some people's lives is that they don't have that realization. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna bring up a story. I was frustrated in church. 
I went a couple of months. I was frustrated about something um, really pressing on me. And I'll tell you, I could have made that the problem, right? I could have stopped going to church. I could have, I could have, uh, in spite, stopped reading my Bible. Right. I could have done a lot of things, uh, that I felt was the answer to it. And that wasn't the answer. I knew what the answer was. And that's what I put at the front of my life. I prayed about the situation, right? I prayed about what it was doing to me. I prayed about the other person or persons involved. Right. Uh, and I asked God to give me the direction for that, because guess what? If this guy would have tried to handle that, (laughs) right. Jeez, disaster. Yeah. I don't even know in what category you would have put that, but it would have been a disaster. Right. And that's exactly right. You know, um, you died to yourself. You died to your, your old ways. You, you, you're dying daily. You'll never achieve. Right. Achieve that completely. I don't want to. Right. It's such a growing process. It's so rewarding. Can you imagine if you, if you pulled a lever on a machine yeah. and you knew exactly what you were going to get, yeah. you knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. You knew a dollar was coming out of there. Where's the excitement in that? Exactly. And where's the, um, yeah, exactly. The excitement and where's the, the not saying that gambling's good desire. No. What's where's the desire to do any better. Right. If you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're like, poor analogy, okay. but I had the right thought in mind. Yeah. It, it, if you walk through like life the, and you always know the answers and you always know, why would we get to this point? Right. If we knew all of that, the, the whole point to dine to yourself is that it's a growing process and it, and yeah. it, and it truly, I feel it growing me closer to God all the time. And I look at people and I find myself talking more about, uh, Jesus Christ and the gospel and right. uh, look at our conversations here and with my wife and my son and my family. And, right. and it's, it's all surrounded by God, right? It, the more, the, the more you die to yourself, the closer you grow with God and the more your life centers around it. Right. Uh, if you do all that in reverse and take some of it away, it doesn't, I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Absolutely. Well, and we talked about this, um, the definition of insanity, don't the same thing over yeah. and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you don't Gosh, die to that was, yourself, that was a lot of my life, man. Yeah drinking. Right. And just tomorrow, oh. tomorrow, tomorrow was like this phantom. I tell, <laughs> she's going to kill me. I tell my wife, we said this before tomorrow, the diet starts, right? It's always tomorrow. Why? Right. Because we don't have to be held accountable for it yet. Right. Absolutely. Well, how many times have you gotten drunk oh. on a Friday you spent all or on the weekend and you spent all the next day just like, feeling so bad. You're like, I will never do that again. Oh yeah. I'll never oh, do it. Yeah. And then, you know, the next Friday it's like, well, you know, oh, so I can't wait to go get me. drunk. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's, we're idiots. We are idiots. <laughs> and I'm not surprised that God doesn't look down sometimes. And he says the same thing. Oh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm, I'm sure God has a, a great sense of humor. Uh, he looks at me, I'm sure. And he's like, you know, he's doing that again. Yeah. Oh my you knucklehead. Yeah. By the grace, uh, you know, bad stuff didn't happen. Um, a lot of the times that, that I went out and did stupid things that I, I knew better. Right. Um, and some things did, um, and, and still there's grace and mercy. Absolutely. But, uh, and we'll wrap it up whenever you're ready to the sin, the sin dying to yourself part. I will say that I've, I said this and I don't know if it was on a podcast or if you and I were on the phone, all of the conversations kind of marry together. Yeah, they do. Um, 
I don't use what I think is a gauge yeah. of my growth. Right. You know, and I think I said this to you, uh, you tell me how you think I've grown because it's not important to me. That's right. where I, that's, was my fault all along in right. my life. Yeah. Everything was important to me. This guy, as yeah. long as I was in control and, right. and you know, I was, I was doing okay. Well, that's where I screwed up. I want yeah. other people yeah. to be able to say, Hey man, you know, your, your walk with God is, is really good. Yeah. Or, you know, Hey man, don't be afraid to come up and tell me, Hey man, uh, you're starting to get a little full of yourself. <laughs> right. You know, right. and it, because either way, what does it do? Yeah, absolutely. It, well, it helps we, me. Well, yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Um, but when we use Jesus as a standard, yeah, I mean, there's no way you can go wrong. No, that's what no. Christian, that's what being a Christian is all about. Being Christ. Uh, now you got me on another thing. So why do people use all these other things as their standard? These, uh, these musicians, these, uh, money, fame, fortune. Well, I guess that's the same as money, but so people place this emphasis and I'll tell you, if you're, if you're listening to this, you already know who we, who we are and what we think you're putting, you are putting all your stuff in something that's going to end the day you take your last breath. Right. Absolutely. It will end at that point. And I believe a lot of these people, even, I mean, not even just the wealthy and the, no. and the famous and everyone, everyone places value on things that are going to fade away or we can't take with us when we die because I think in large part they, they don't know the gospel and that they, and the ones that do know the gospel and haven't, haven't acted upon it. Yeah. They don't understand the steps. They don't like I did. Here's one either. instance. And there's probably some people out there, you know, just like me that thought, wow, I've messed up so bad that Jesus will never, I have to clean up my life. Jesus can't forgive me the way that I am. I have to clean up my life. I have to do this. I have to do that. But then once you realize, once you read the Bible and you really get it in your head and heart, um, you know, where sin abounds, grace abounds that much more. Yeah. That's when the rubber meets the road. Was there ever a good enough reason uh, for you not to turn to God during anything that you did. Was there ever a good there enough reason? Never a good reason. Right. I mean, that's a, the stupidest question. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, we're, we're, I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but to me, I didn't have a good enough. I knew no. my brother went through the plan of salvation with me. I, yeah. I, and that's, you know, people are like, well, I don't even know what that is, but right. turning your life over and, and letting, letting, following Jesus Christ and his, and his teachings and principles of the Bible. And if, man, if I would have known, if I wouldn't have been so hard headed and I just, there was never a reason good enough. Yeah. People will say, and I talked about this before, dude, people will say, well, you know, I, nothing happens after death anyway. Right. So what's it matter? Right. Well, you so, said exactly right. There is no good reason. No. Um, no. There are only excuses. Yep. And my excuse was, I was just very prideful. Yeah. I was so full of myself. Well, I know you did, right? Yeah. You, you had all the stuff behind you. So yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't mainly geared. The question wasn't more geared towards you as it was to me. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had the knowledge. I, I mean that I knew what it was, Yeah. but I was so prideful for one thing. And then I was so. Like I needed to fix myself. I didn't fully understand 
God's love and Jesus's uh, <clears throat> the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I didn't really understand that completely. It's just easier for people to live sometimes. Well, I shouldn't even say sometimes. I was, I was there. I still get there sometimes. Not as bad as I was. I right. will say that. But before, man, it was so easy. Yeah. Well, and, and unfortunately, I mean, there are a lot of superficial Christians. Yeah. There, there yeah. are churches that are filled yeah. with lukewarm people, and they're they're thinking. You know, heaven is the participation award. They're going to get the award just from coming to church. They don't really have to be active. I appreciate us doing this uh, one part. And it's not one of those like great positive conversations. It's about sin. Yeah. Um, just realize that if you are listening and, and I know a lot of people that sin isn't a major, major, they don't have these major horrible sins in right. their life. Yeah. Or at least I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, from the outside. But even in that case, if that is you and you're sitting there listening to this thinking, you know, my life's not too bad. Uh, it could be better. Yeah. Like it could. It, well, here's the thing. And I just said, well, yo, um, no, it's not that bad when you're comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Don't put yourself on that. Comparison. But when you're comparing yourself to Jesus Christ, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. We yeah. could, we could always do more. Yeah. And I think that's the key. Don't beat yourself up too bad. No. Um, realize that there is a way uh, yeah. through Jesus Christ, uh, especially if you put him at the front of your life, uh, center things around it and start pulling all that other garbage out of it. Right. And yeah. I mean, these people, no one can see me. I'm sitting here talking and my arms are going and everything. Yeah, I'm like, too. really? Yeah. So uh, I just get really jacked up. Yeah. Jacked up, enthusiastic about this because I want people, other people to see it. Yeah. Cause it took yeah. you 50 something years to get to this point. Well, 40, 40, 48 years. Yeah. 48. I say 50 something. Cause that's like a marker now. And um, just what a man. I mean, sometimes I'm just so slow. My dad was trying to tell me he, he lived a great, he was the, a great example I was like, ah, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that and all this stuff. Man. And uh, I look back now, I'm like, what a nut. Yeah. A bunch of knuckleheads doing yeah. stupid stuff. I was, but you know, we talked about this while ago. We are now where we are because, or who we are because of all the mistakes. So we can help other people that have made similar mistakes. Yeah. Through God. Yeah. Which, By so God. It hasn't been total waste. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't look at all right. We keep going and going. I'll say this last thing, then I'll be done. And I'm going to plug some other stuff, but people looked, have looked at me and they're like, man, I'm sorry to hear about all the stuff that you've been through. And man, how could you do that? I mean, some people condemn me. Some people pass judgment on me. Some people offer sympathy to me. Right. And I don't need any of that. Right. I mean, yes, sometimes, uh, it gets overwhelming, Yeah. but man, you think about it, dude. We wouldn't be here. And I don't even know who listens to these things. Right. We wouldn't be here having a conversation about the most important thing in our lives. Yeah. Jesus Christ at all. If things didn't happen in our lives. Yeah. Or, absolutely. or did happen in our lives. Either way, we wouldn't have these conversations. And I, I tell people all the time, what are you talking about? I'm blessed, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I get, I get defensive about it. Don't, yeah. don't put, don't put me down Yeah, because you feel bad for me or condemn me. I'm blessed where I'm at. You yeah. should get some more Jesus in your life. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I mean, it does a good, it does a, a body good. Like you'll Def actually get some good stuff out of it. Definitely. Anyway. So, uh, we're going to wrap it up. 
I would really like people to go and read some of the devotions and listen to some of our podcasts that we've done before. If you haven't, if you're just picking it up here, uh, some of the stuff that we had before will make sense. If you listen to it, uh, from this podcast, if you listen to the other stuff, right. Agree. Disagree. Yeah. I, Final I totally thoughts? agree. Comments. Oh. Go to the yeah. website. Yeah. Go to the website. It's pretty Check easy. It <laughs> it's, these two yahoos can do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we can zip through it. You yeah. got anything else you want to add? No, I think I'm good. Um, just love everyone and yeah, for hope sure. to get some from it. Yeah. All right, man. That'll wrap it up. Everyone have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to our website at www.graceworkswithanx.net. You can also follow us on Instagram at grace underscore works, also with an X. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share it. Thanks and have a blessed day.